This is Offhand with Stephen and Lydia. I'm Stephen. And I'm Lydia. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back, Lydia. We're glad Thank you're you. feeling better. I am, although my voice just doesn't seem to want to get on board with it. That's all right. But, uh, yeah, so... Thank you for picking up the slack, and also an uh, extra shout-out to our friend Ben, who filled in for me. Yes. It Thanks, was buddy. Fun. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. But today, we have another special treat. Another buddy. Another buddy joining us. We have a Retro Tech with Trav. Hi. So hello, welcome, everybody. Travis. Hi. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Always good to be here. Yes. We're glad that you can, um, you know, help Fill in the talking so Lydia can rest her her voice yep. as it's healing. Are you telling me to be quiet? Um, no, I wasn't saying that. <laughs> I'll tone it down a little. <laughs> That's probably why. I just don't let my voice heal like it's supposed to. Okay, I'll be over here listening to Travis. All right. Travis, what do you have for us today? Today, we are talking about pianos. Oh, I love pianos. pianos. I love pianos. Yes. So, the, we're going to first start off and talk about the parents of the piano. What? What? So Parents? Yes. We're going to talk about the grandfather of the piano, and that is um, the hammer dulcimer. Oh. Have you guys ever seen one of those? Yeah. Yes. It's kind of a triangular box that has strings across the front of it, and it sits on your lap. I played one. Oh, really? Yeah. You yeah. It's super fun. Oh, wow. You have little hammers, and you... Yep. Each string is a note. Yes. Anyhow. So they have strings, like I've mentioned, like a piano, mm-hmm. but they don't have keys. And hammers. No, you said they have hammers. Right. They have, the, they, you strike the strings with hammers like a piano. Right. And then um, they were, came about around 900 AD. Wait a minute. I would like to clarify what hammers are. Okay. Puppet podsters. Oh. They're not like. Like hammers you would... Like for construction? Right. Right. You're not pounding nails with these hammers. Oh, yeah. They're like little pieces of long wood that you have... They're like a a felt piece on it. Uh And you just kind of go... They kind of remind me of the shape a little bit of like when the doctor hits your little funny bone. Kind of oh, like, yeah, kind kinda of like that little look. Like the little <laughs> knee hand? Yeah, but yeah. smaller. But right. it kind of has that same kind of like... Right. Thing. And you just kind of gently tap the strings and they make noise. Yes. Yeah. So no, that's what they're we're called. We're not going around like Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> right. Beating stuff around. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and then we have the clavichord, which was a small box. It has keys like a piano. Strings kind of like a piano. And the, the strings are struck... Also kind of like a piano, but they're very small, and um, and they came around the 1300s. They were kind of rectangular this shaped. This I have not played. No. Yeah, I'm sure you probably haven't. <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of rectangular, longer box, um, and they would sit on a table type thing. They didn't have, like, their own legs and all that stuff. They were just kind of very compact and very, very, first, very small um, rooms so that you could hear them. They just weren't very loud small at all. Small gatherings. Yeah. And then there's the harpsichord. It has a larger frame that's closer to resembling the piano. And um, it has keys and strings, like we've been talking about with the piano. Uh, I see where yes. you're going. Okay. But the strings are plucked, oh. kind of like a guitar or a harp. Oh. And it's bigger, has a more tinny sound, and um, there's very little to no control of the volume. Um, and they appeared around the f- early 1500s. Okay, wait, I okay. have a question. Yes. 
Now, you said that the hammer dulcimer was like yep. the grandfather. Yep. So what are these other ones that you just mentioned? Um, kind of like the mom and dad, I guess. I don't know. Okay, so we're moving down a generation. Yep. Um, so we last thing we talked about was our early 1500s for the harpsichord. Then in 1700, Bartolomeo Cristofori invents Ooh, the first whoa, piano. That's, a, that's his name? Yeah, I kind of had to rush it in order to get wow. it out right. Wow. <laughs> I practiced uh, it. That was what it sounded so smooth. <laughs> yeah, thank you. He invents the first piano. It was originally called Piano Forte, or maybe even Forte Piano, which is Italian um, or soft word. Loud, loud, soft. Yeah. Yep. Refer. Oh yeah, Lydia would know. Yes. Well, that's kind of an interesting name. Yeah. Hey, go play the loud soft. Yeah. Okay. Or if you're wanting it to be, if you wanted to be quiet, maybe you were like start out soft, like soft loud. Yeah. Play the, <laughs> go play the soft loud. Go play the loud soft. Um. Okay. And then all through the 1700s and 1800s, while some of history's greatest composers were writing, like Mozart and Beethoven, piano designs were improved to make them bigger, stronger, and different sizes, like uprights or grand pianos. And then um, pianos have keys and hammers covered in felt. The hammers are covered in felt, not keys. Yeah. Uh, and strings, as well as soundboards and mechanisms to help with dynamics. Because the, the hammers are supposed to hammer the strings right hit the strings yes and like the the harpsichord well no there was a piano that was made earlier um after the harpsichord one of the first ones they were all like out of wood and everything Uh but then as we come more modern they were having metal on the inside that was helping the sound and there was formed wood and it takes a long time to get that wood to be formed acoustics yes so they really started to up their game with how the piano was sounding i bet that was Fun to play with. Yeah, what if Oh, what if I shape it like this? Or what if we put uh-huh. this in there? And what if it's this shape? What, what does it, it sound like, like now? This? That yeah. would be fun. And learning that the lid being a certain yeah. open or closed or partially what it did to the sound and, and the yeah and, and the, the pedals. length of the strings makes a difference too. And adding the pedals because the first piano didn't have that control right. of all of that. Yeah. And then in the early 1900s, player pianos played music on their own with special machinery, but it faded in popularity when the radio came along. I don't know why it faded in popularity. Mm -hmm. I could watch those things all day long. They're pretty cool. You just roll, roll, um, add this little scroll. Uh Yeah. And it was probably harder to change the scrolls than to just change the station. I've seen them (laughs) in museums, and I could just watch them a long time. Yeah, they're really cool. Yep. In the 1980s, there were electric keyboards became increasingly popular, as well as more portable. So you're able to take uh-huh. your music with you. Yeah, yeah. portable. Uh, and it also gave the ability to make um, different digital sounds. So you weren't just doing the piano, but you That's could right. make you a could sound. Play the harpsichord. Hey, yeah. like your piano, Lydia. Yes, yeah. it was. Um, however, one difficulty was getting an electric piano to sound like a real one. That is a trick. A real piano, because of its many parts and sound-making properties, makes a very complex sound. And so technology continues to inch closer to, um, to better and better digital duplications back in the 80s. Oh, that was a big mouthful. That, that was. was. Wow. <laughs> I had a lot of information I had to get out there. <laughs> a lot of big words. Yes. Today, digital pianos have been combined with computers to play themselves, record your music. Yeah, you like mine. Yeah. Yes. You can, even play, you can even play like on an iPad. Yes. Or it will even teach you how to play. <gasps> what? I was watching a video about this new... Uh, electric piano that it's looks pretty much just like an upright but it's electric and you hook your ipad into it 
and then you control and the you piano. Put your piano teaching app on. Well, you just it has this one app, and it has all these different sounds, and you can be playing um, all kinds of different types of very famous pianos. It will sound like that piano. And oh, you can fancy. make it sound like you're in a concert hall oh. or all these different rooms. Guess I know what I'm putting on my le- next Christmas And then list. it was showing that you could have like a, a favorite song of yours. And if you wanted to play the piano for that, and then you'd have that band backing you up. So you could, it sounded like you had what? the band playing with you. Wow. Yeah. It was oh, like, man. it was so cool. And it also showed you how it would. It had a little bar in front of it to sh- help you learn how to play it. Oh, press that would light up, out. kind of like Guitar Hero and that kind of stuff. They said, "Wow, yeah. uh-huh. that's crazy." Yeah. So um, there's a. It's been a big technological step in sounds the, like of it playing pianos, yeah. going from just having it sit on your lap and hitting it with a little hammer, with hammers to hooking an iPad up and controlling yeah. and it and teaching making, you how to play. Yeah, and making all different sounds. That's very interesting. Uh, there were no Bible, uh, there were no Bible, pff, there were no pianos in Bible times. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense. But there were a lot of other instruments. Oh like yeah, the harps. Bible talks about a lot of instruments. Yeah, and they were all used to praise the Lord. Pianos are both percussive, that's striking keys that activate hammers to strike strings, mm-hmm. and string instruments. So that kind of leads into our verse of the day. Yes, which you are so gracious to share with us. Yes, which is Psalm 81.2. Raise a song, sound the tambourine, the sweet lyre with the harp. Which is a stringed instrument. Yes. yes. And tambourine is percussive. Mm-hmm. Right? You hit it and it makes noise. That's so cool. Thanks, Travis. I like to think about all the way, different ways that they use different instruments to praise the Lord back then. And I would just kind of wonder what it sounded like. Yeah, that would be really cool uh-huh. to know. Yeah. To be able to hear. Uh-huh. And now all the psalms, a lot of the psalms are songs that yeah. were actually sung. Uh-huh. Yeah. Too bad we don't know the tunes. Yeah. I know. I've always thought of that, too. Yeah. And yeah, just the instruments that they used back then would have been cool to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. A crash course on pianos. That was a crash I, course. My I goodness. I bet you. there's a lot of really cool information out there. Yeah. I encourage you guys to go online with the permission of your parents and kind of look up how about different pianos and the harpsichord and the... Um, and everything in the dulcimer, and just and learn kind of visually see what they yeah, look like. Yeah, I want to. I want to hear the differences of how they uh-huh. sound. Yeah, that yeah. would be really cool. Yeah, I found a video that a guy played all the different instruments and sh- talked about how this is what how they sounded and why how they were used and different things. It was very interesting. I don't know what all the different ones sound like, but I can tell you that I've never been a huge fan of the harpsichord. Really? No, no not oh. really. Huh. I don't know why. Just there's something about it that just doesn't like make me super happy. But yeah. interesting, yeah. But without it, there would, would be no piano. Where would we be? Right. We would be sad. Yeah. Yes. I would be sad. You'd be sad because you wouldn't no have piano. anything to yeah. play. I know. That does make me sad. I do love to play. I think it's neat that all those new inventions have made it maybe more accessible for some people to be able to play, uh-huh. but that you can also still just practice and practice, and, and there are different skill levels, and you can try different things, and that's that's really cool. So you yeah. can kind of just plink around on a piano, or you can become really, really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, that's really so cool. There you Thanks, go. Thanks, Travis. You're welcome. All right, I'm going to just keep myself quiet here. I'll tell I you. love a good joke. 
to give the funny bone a poke Fear not next to riddles for grown-ups or kiddles I love a good joke That was very good. Alright, thank you. Uh, Lydia. Yes. How do you get to the top of a piano? To the top of one? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I don't know. How? You scale it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, scales. I love a good joke. I was gonna sing. We'll laugh from here to Roanoke. Be it not next to riddles for grown-ups or kiddles. I love a good joke. It's habit. Yep, yep. All right, I'll tell you a joke now. All right. Why did the pianist bang her head on the keys? Um, I don't know. It sounds painful. Why'd she do that? <laughs> she wanted to play by ear. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's not how you do it. I love a good joke. That's really hard. Not, I, not singing with Several me. times oh. almost started singing. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't join you. I panic. You guys I, know me. I, I, I know, panic. I know. Yeah. I know. panic and I can't sing. <laughs> That's all right. I can't I'll just perform like that. Do a solo. <laughs> the pressure is too much. Steven's got this, man. <laughs> it's okay. I can sing this song in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I mean, maybe I do. <laughs> that was the problem. I couldn't stop myself. <laughs> I should ask my mom and dad, do, you, do, I, do you ever hear me singing a joke song? <laughs> Do you ever just hear in the middle of the night? That would be really weird. That would be weird. <laughs> and then I just laugh because I told myself a joke in my dream. <laughs> oh, that's a funny thought. All right. Well, thank you again, Travis, for coming. It's always fun having you. You're so very welcome. I really enjoyed this one. Oh, good. I'm glad. Me too. I did too. Uh, Puppet Posters, if you want to uh, let us know that you also enjoyed this or maybe you want to give Travis a, an idea oh, of yeah. a retro tech, you can do that. You can email us at stevenlydiasing at yahoo.com. I almost forgot our email. <laughs> <laughs> I'm t- too busy telling jokes in my sleep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you need more sleep. I remember things. That's why you're wore out, worn out. Yes, I'm just tired. <laughs> Oh, uh, and you can check out our website, ghhinc.org. Our schedule is there. You can see where we are going to be. Uh, we are not too far away from traveling in the summer no, again. We're about so ready to we launch. have a very full summer, and maybe you will be at one of the camps that we're going to be at, and you can get excited and start counting down the days till you see us. Yeah, you can watch the promo video on there, too. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, you can also watch some adventures with Stephen and Lydia at adventureswithstephenandlydia.com or on YouTube. Yeah. Our, our, our channel, G H H I N Z. Yeah. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah, go find out what I really sound like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so squeaky. Just rest your voice, Lydia. Okay. All right. This has been Offhand with Stephen and Lydia, a production of God's Helping Hands. <laughs>